Welcome to the Principal Purpose Podcast, where Principal and Certified Life Coach Lynn Harden teaches you how to leave work at work and in between get more done with energy using her proven formula after leading three award-winning schools. And now, here's your host, Lynn Harden. Hello, everyone, and Happy New Year. This is Lynn Harden of the Principal Purpose Podcast, where I provide tools and inspiration for educators like yourself. So for this episode, I want to talk about the three new things that I'm doing in this new year. And the first one has to do with what we do on Sundays for planning for the upcoming week. When I was at the school site, I have to say, and you probably agree that Friday was a glorious day, especially Friday afternoon when there were no student upsets or discipline issues or parent complaints. I would look forward to going home and being with my family and spending a weekend to rest and restore. And also to catch up on work. But invariably on Sunday, I would have not done any work on Saturday because I was resting and restoring, usually resting. And I didn't want to spend the entire day on Sunday working. I've heard this referred to as Sunday scaries. This can still happen to me because I do like to plan on Sundays, and I have started something new this year that has absolutely made my Sunday planning focused, more creative, I would say almost delicious. So number one of what I'm doing that is new, which is not planning, I've always been a planner, is I am now adding sensory experiences to the planning. Like when I wrote the script for this podcast or took notes, I don't really write scripts. I just jot down ideas. In the background, I had meditative music. I had lit a candle. And most importantly, I had my favorite cup of coffee, pumpkin spice. Adding the sensory piece to our planning, it brings attention to what we are doing. There's just more of awareness. There's a container, a space for creativity and clarity. Definitely more focus, definitely more productive, and more fun. So instead of your sensory experience being that red pen where you want to cross off the items on your to-do list or the task, how about you bring in candles, flowers, be outdoors, have music, water from a fountain, opening up the window and listening to the birds outside. Planning in nature covers a lot of the senses. Be comfortable Clothing that is warm, a comfy sweater. 
Like I'm wearing my favorite oversized black sweater now. And it's enhancing my experience with you because of the touch and the warmth. I'm enhancing that sensory experience. Use your favorite pen and your favorite color. Have coffee or tea or flavored water in a really interesting glass, beautiful glass crystal, maybe crystal that you never use except at holiday times, or your favorite cup of coffee. Do your planning in the part of the house that is your favorite place to be. Not at your desk or go outside or to a coffee shop or to a library or to the beach. Be in some place where there is a positive sensory experience for you. This is a way to feel your best with the highest level of focus and productivity. Now, the second thing I want to talk about, which is number two of what I'm doing new for this new year, is I am remembering the remarkable. And when I say remarkable, I talk about something that happens, an occurrence that is worthy of a remark. It's a way to remember the day. It's a way to be grounded or present in the day. It's a way to go through life, not being in such a hurry that you don't notice the amazing things that are happening. It is so easy to think that life sucks and then we die. So what I'm suggesting is, it could be in the morning, reflect on what happened the day before, or it could be in the evening. You write down one thing in your calendar that you found that was remarkable, or you could write it on a post-it. You could put it in a journal if you write in journals. You could open this up to your staff and have them put on strips of paper a remarkable thing that happened that day with a student or for themselves and put it in a jar and pull out a couple to read at a staff meeting. Or you could have a bulletin board in the staff lounge where they write remarkable things and write it on a post-it and stick it on the wall. Here are some examples from my own life. I noticed that a client no longer saw her daughter as being broken, but could see her without fear and worry. I have another client who, even though she is a teacher in a very busy classroom and school, is finding moments of peace during her day. My grandson, when he asked me for a big hug and I leaned in, just thinking I was going to get a hug, said, I love you. By noticing the remarkable things that happen in our lives, we're pushing back a little towards that survival brain, which is just defaulted to the negative. You know, that type of brain that only sees the negative, there is no good, and is trying to keep us alive, but ends up creating more negativity and stress. So we work around that by Writing down what we find remarkable. The third thing that I'm doing for this year, for the new year, is I am ditching or donating 20 items a day from my digital world and from my physical world. I am a 
huge believer in decluttering our brains and decluttering our environments. I personally cannot be creative or think straight with clutter or piles around me. I'm just a big believer in creating that clean, present environment that no longer has unnecessary items to me, which may be very necessary to another person. You've heard the saying, what one person's trash is another one's treasure. So I don't hold on. I keep the flow of energy going. I don't hold on to things. I let them go and create that space or that vacuum to receive new inspiration, new intuitive thoughts, new relationships, new programs, new experiences, new miracles. I don't know if you are that teacher or you know a teacher, someone on your grade level, that their classroom was cluttered with old student work, old textbooks. The past was so heavy. It was just piled in there. And it truly hindered the flow of the students, literally and figuratively, hindered the flow of the students moving around and learning. There is such freedom and grace in letting go of getting rid of the clutter. So join me and try ditching 20 things a day from your environment. Open your office drawers. Get rid of those old pens and pencils and papers. Empty your mailbox of an old mailbox or old emails. Go into the book room and give away or send back to the district office some of the old textbooks you're no longer using. Clear out the custodian's closet, of course, with his permission. Ask teachers to join you. Ask your family to join you. Go into your kitchen and get rid of the old utensils that you don't use. And ditch them or donate them. So the three new things that I'm doing for the new year, and I invite you to join me, is to add a sensory experience using your five senses to your planning. Whatever it is that makes you feel present, that makes it more enjoyable. The second thing that I'm doing is noting the remarkable. And the third thing is ditching or donating and decluttering my digital and physical environment. I hope that you find these useful. I hope that they are helpful tools and inspiring to you. And we will talk soon.